It's Friday for all of you. It's Friday for me. And it's the last preseason game for the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, do we got a lot to talk about today? Marcus Smart, is he going to be back? Who's going to be the fifth starter? What will the Grizzlies look like in their last preseason game? So much to talk about. So let's get right into it. Coming up right here on Locked On Grizzlies. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies. I am your host today, DeMichael Cole, beat writer for the Commercial Appeal right here in the most beautiful land in the whole entire world, and that's Memphis, Tennessee. Going solo today without my uh, co-host, Joe Mullinax, getting a well-deserved day off. He's working He's working really hard uh, here at Locked On Grizzlies, but it's just me today, and we got so much to talk about. Uh, just going through some of the things that we're going to talk about today, we're going to get into the last preseason game, what you should know going into this game, some of the keys uh, based on conversations I've had with the coaches, players on the team, and all of that good stuff. Then we're going to get into Marcus Smart. Got to talk about Marcus Smart because this will be a big day for him as well. And then we got to talk about the bench. We haven't talked much time about the bench, but we'll get to that. Uh, That's going to be our last and final segment as well. Uh, So a lot to uncover on today's episode. But before we get to all that, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. So make every moment more right now. New customers, you can bet $5. All you got to do is bet $5 to get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Speaking of getting started, before we get started on today's episode, make sure you continue to like, rate, comment, subscribe, all those good things locked on Grizzlies. Look, we we need you guys eat more than you need us. Uh, I, I need you because uh, we depend on these these comments, whether you're telling us what you like, what we're doing, whether you don't like what we're doing, uh, let us know so we can improve this show and make Locked On Grizzlies uh, the best uh, sports podcast uh, that it can be for all of you. So we appreciate you guys for continuing to tune in with us as well. Now let's get to the good stuff. This is the last preseason game for the Memphis Grizzlies. Been a fun preseason. Uh, Four games to this point. This is the fifth game. And we've seen a bunch of players flash. There are a couple guys. A lot of you are probably still waiting on to break out a little bit. But this preseason game will stand out because this is potentially uh, – this preseason game will look different from the previous one. So a lot of people have asked me. Had, you know, a lot of people have said, well, DeMichael, uh, how are the Grizzlies going to approach this game? Are they going to rest the starters? And we're just going to see, you know, most of the bench guys – is it going to be, you know, most of the starters playing more minutes than before? Is it going to be the starters playing just like they played uh, up to this point in the preseason? And the answer to that question is this. The Grizzlies will approach this game kind of like a dress rehearsal. Some of you may not be familiar with a dress rehearsal approach. So let me get into that. Uh, basically, the starters will play more minutes. Uh, the bench the rotation will kind of you know, set itself up over the course of this game. Uh, The Grizzlies will probably go 10 deep in the first half. And those guys are going to play the majority of the game. 
I, I think you could see Desmond Bain, potentially a Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, get close to 30 minutes, if not surpass it. Remember in the past, we saw them playing 25, 26 minutes, uh, 22 minutes in the first preseason game around that around that mark, 23 to 24 minutes. But expect those guys to surpass those minute totals, barring foul trouble or anything like that. And the Grizzlies are going to play the guys. So there are going to be a lot of things that will be revealed uh, in this game. And we'll talk about some of those things right here. The number one thing that's going to be revealed, in my opinion, is you talk about a dress rehearsal for the Grizzlies. I feel like it can be viewed possibly that way for the books. Now, I'm not the books beat writer, so I don't know who's going to play. But I would suspect, you know, if you look around the NBA from what we've been seeing for the most part, the last preseason game, be nice to see Dame and Giannis and those guys on the floor. Remember, this is the second game that the Bucks and Grizzlies will play against each other in the preseason. The first one was in Memphis. Uh, no Dame, no Chris Middleton, no uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo in uh, that contest. But I think there's a decent chance we could see Giannis maybe, could see Dame, and that'll be a great test for the Grizzlies before you get to the regular season because uh, when the Grizzlies get to the regular season, it's boom, Pelicans, boom, Nuggets, right right off the bat. Like, that's the Western Conference. You get C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williams on, on opening night, and then you get the defending NBA champions a couple days later. But that's what the NBA is. But this will be the best case. This will be the best chance. We saw Miami without Jimmy Butler and the Pacers without Tyrese Halliburton. Mentioned the Bucks already. Like, this will be the best chance to see – what do the Grizzlies really bring to the table uh, with the starting lineup, with the bench, with the rotation? Uh, and I think we'll get some clarity going forward on how things are going to work out around the team. I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper on that uh, going forward but in this episode. But particularly, you know, I love the matchup Steven Adams against uh, Brooke Lopez. I like the Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, matching up against Jaron Jackson Jr., forcing Jaron Jackson Jr. to play disciplined defense and stay out of foul trouble because Giannis is going to go right at you into your chest. And you're going to have to be sound. You know, you're going to have to be sound and disciplined on that end. Uh, and the books are a really good defense. So we're, they're probably going to force the Grizzlies half-court offense to really get after it and really be efficient and really be careful with how uh, they, they do things. So that's one thing for me that's going to stand out. Number two thing is – one we've already kind of briefly discussed, and that's Marcus Smart. Uh, I'll get more into him in, in the second segment and his impact, but we're expecting Marcus Smart to play. So if Marcus Smart plays, he's going to start. He's going to be the start point guard for this team, and I am looking forward uh, to seeing just Marcus Smart be on the floor. I've seen him in practice. I mean, some of you follow me on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, if you follow some of the other local media guys, you've probably seen uh, some videos of Marcus Smart shooting lately and things like that. And he looks good. Like, he he, he did a backflip at the last practice uh, on Thursday and stuff like that. Like, he's loose. Uh, everyone's talking about how he's talking, how vocal he is and things like that. So the Marcus Smart impact, I'm really looking forward to just seeing his presence on the floor with the Grizzlies in this game. And then, of course, save the best for last, right? It's the fifth starter thing. So, you know, Taylor Jenkins has been pretty revealing throughout the course of the preseason uh, with the starting lineups and things like that. That's why I've been able to get that content to you guys so fast. But that's why when – I'm not going to get too – I'm not going to riffraff off too far with this, but that's why when the whole John Morant 
uh, team sources uh, stuff was going on. It's you know the Grizzlies are usually pretty tight with with their thing and, I, and with their information. And the reason that I'm saying that is uh, I asked Taylor Jenkins after practice on Thursday about the fifth starter, and he said TBD. Know what that means? TBD means TBD. That means no one's gonna find out until Taylor Jenkins says so or the Grizzlies release uh, their starting lineup uh, publicly before the game. But as I've said in the past, uh, this game will be like a dress rehearsal. Sure, I want to make I want to make sure I'm clear that uh, Jenkins did note that Taylor Jenkins did note that whoever starts this game at small four. There is the chance that this battle could carry over into the regular season. That's what Taylor Jenkins said. Now it's time to hear what DeMichael thinks and what DeMichael said. This is my pretty much my opinion. I think that what we see in this game will probably be a precursor for Wednesday season opener against the Pelicans. Whoever starts in that game, my bet is probably Zaire Williams at this point. Zaire Williams gets this start. He's probably going to start the preseason opener, and the job is going to be his unless he struggles his way out of it. And when I say struggles his way out of it, he's probably going to have a you know a tight short leash because you got David Roddy right behind you. Uh, if the Grizzlies want to, they can throw a John John Conchar or Jake Lare- I mean, not Jake Larry because he's not one of the guys that you know started in preseason or whatnot. But you can throw a Luke Kennard in there if the Grizzlies want to do that. But the bottom line is, I think it's going to be Zaire's job. Uh, first, we'll see how it plays out. This isn't anything uh, that I've really heard uh, profoundly around the organization, but it's just a gut feeling, and you know, just from talking to people who may have an idea. Uh, I think that Zaire Williams is the guy who could potentially get that spot. So, uh, with all that being the case, with Zaire Williams uh, being in the lineup, Marcus Smart potentially being in the lineup, I think Stephen Adams will be back in the lineup as well. So, the bench is going to be deeper. The bench is going to be deeper. We're going to talk about that later. Because, But before we get to that, we got to talk about one of these starters. This is one we haven't seen in the preseason yet on the floor with the Memphis Grizzlies. We're going to talk about one Marcus Smart just in a second. But before we talk about Marcus Smart, we got to talk about none other than FanDuel because it's where you go to make every moment more. Look. It's NFL season right now, and you need to snap into the action. All you got to do is head over to FanDuel.com because FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Look, man, I don't I don't know a better offer out there. I'm telling you, it's the number one sportsbook simply because right now, go tell your buddy, go tell your friend that's a friend. If they're a new customer, they can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. All you got to do is place a $5 bet, $5. $200 bonus bet. You're going to win some money off that. I mean, you're going to win some money off that. But look, that's $200 in bonus bets, whether you win or lose that $5 bet. And look, you think about joining FanDuel and you don't understand how the betting work. Well, look, it's very easy to use. Uh, the money is very easy to exchange into your account. You can bet the spread, the player prop, the over-unders, and much more. All you have to do right now is visit FanDuel dot com slash locked on to take advantage of this opportunity again that's fanduel.com slash lock on coming up next on locked on grizzlies we're going to talk about marcus smart maybe the next heart and soul of the grizzlies we'll see coming up next on locked on grizzlies we got to get into this marcus smart conversation stay tuned for that 
Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies, everyone. I am DeMichael Cole, beat writer for the Commercial Appeal, right here in Memphis, Tennessee, covering your Memphis Grizzlies. Make sure you continue, you continue uh, to keep up with all my coverage there. Uh, you can follow me on X, formerly known as, as Twitter, at DeMichael C, D-A-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-C. And if you're not following me on there, uh, just go read my content at commercialappeal.com. I got a bunch of uh, nice things that I'm working on, a couple feature stories on players, and we're going to have coverage from this upcoming game as well. And we'll have coverage based from all the practices and everything Grizzlies. This is where you go. Uh, we appreciate you for tuning in to Locked On Grizzlies today. And now it's time to get into uh, the one starter who hasn't uh, played yet, who's projected to play in the first 25 games. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that because John Morant is going to be a starter at some point. But right now, Marcus Smart hasn't played yet, uh, dealing with the abdominal soreness. We've covered that extensively here on Locked On Grizzlies. And, you know, I tried to keep you guys as updated as possible with what we know uh, there. But all all signs are good so far. Marcus Smart is going to make his uh, preseason debut. He looks good. I saw him in practice getting some shots up. Uh, and so he played some one-on-one. Saw him a couple days ago in practice in the shooting competition with Luke Kennard and Desmond Bain. And, I mean, I don't have to tell you uh, who won that competition. Not, well, I do have to tell you who won that competition. Desmond Bain won the competition. But let's say this. I don't have to tell you who finished second. Marcus Smart finished third. I'll give it away. Not to labor the point. Marcus Smart finished third. But I digress. I digress. Uh, Marcus Smart making his first start with the Grizzlies is huge. I've talked about how since he's a point guard, and I remember Derrick Rose telling me this when Derrick Rose was talking about playing with the Grizzlies and these new guys. He said he has to figure out where to get these guys the ball. Some guys, oh, they're real good corner three-point shooters. Let me get them the ball in the corner. Oh, this guy, he's really good in this area. This guy's really good in that area. You got to know where to get these guys the ball and how they like it. And as a point guard, that is important. Marcus Smart uh, has done it in practice, but it's a whole different ball game from in the games. It's a whole, whole different ball game. So this will be a great experience for Marcus Smart, but that's why the number one thing that I want to see is the shot creation for himself and for his teammates. For himself, because you know I was watching Marcus Smart out in practice, and Marcus Smart's been in the league nine years. Like, I've seen the games. I know his game. I know what he brings to the table. But this is a different situation. You know, the Grizzlies – uh, you know, the Grizzlies don't have, you know, Jason Tatum, you know, who's a dominant isolation scorer. You could just throw the ball to on the wing and just say, everybody get out of the way. The Grizzlies got a certified, you know, sharpshooter in Desmond Bain, and they're going to put one of these young emerging guys at small four. So it's a different situation because Jason Tatum, the ball is in his hands a lot, even Jalen Brown. It's going to be a different because Marcus Smart is going to have control of this offense a little bit more and the Grizzlies are emphasizing moving the ball and spacing and things like that so it's not going to be some boring high pick and roll uh, thing like that but the point is he'll have the keys he'll have the keys and he's going to be driving the car and the way he drives the car will depend all like you know that's how we're going to get our answers on how fine-tuned this offense uh, can be Uh, I want to see the shot creation that that he uh Creates for himself. Uh, he, he is capable of doing that. I want to see how he helps his teammates get in good 
spots against a really good Milwaukee Bucks defense. If you know anything about the Bucks defense, uh, in the past, it's a new coaching staff now, uh, but in the past they've been really good at preventing the three and preventing layups and, you know, points in the paint. Points in the paint are hard to come by a team who has Giannis Antetokounmpo and which is probably one of the best weak side blockers in the NBA, and Brooke Lopez, who's just straight up one of the best rim protectors in the NBA, meaning you go in front of him, you're just going to get blocked or he's going to alter your shot. Uh, those two are really good at that. Then you have, you know, in the past they had Drew Holiday. Don't have him anymore, but the perimeter defense was really good as well. So it's going to be a little bit tough at times to create shots if this uh, Milwaukee Bucks team is playing all their horses. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how Marcus Smart can kind of help the offense uh, navigate through uh, that type of thing. The number thing, number two thing for me is, again, I want to see Dame Lillard play. It's because I want to see Marcus Smart match up against Damian Lillard. Tell you why I want to see this. Remember, we talked about this when the Grizzlies first got Marcus Smart. When everyone was having all this conversation, oh, Marcus Smart's only 6'3", he's only 6'4". How is he going to be able to guard the bigger guys? Actually, let me tell you, uh, most of you already know by this point, but actually it's the opposite. You know, it's easy for us to say because we just look at height and we just say, oh, man, he, he's 6'3". He, how's he going to guard those 6'8 guys? Well, for one, Marcus Smart has a 6'9 wingspan. It's not normal for a 6'3 guy. For example, Desmond Bain, 6'6", I think he has like a 6'4 wingspan. Like, so you put them side to side. Basically, when you talk about contesting shots, Marcus Smart can get a higher contest on a shot than Desmond Bain, even though Desmond Bain is, quote-unquote, two to three inches taller in height. So throw it out the window, man. When he's, as long as he's contesting, now if he ain't contesting the shot, then that's a whole different ballgame. But if he's contesting the shot, it doesn't really matter. Marcus Smart will likely be matched up against Damian Lillard. So remember, we heard all this conversation about, oh, can he guard the bigger guys? It's actually the opposite. Go back to the NBA Finals a couple years ago. He didn't struggle when he was matched up against Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. He struggled when he was matched up against Steph Curry. And I was talking to people out in Boston, and we said this on the show before. If you want to get real technical, because at the end of the day, he's a great defender, period. Like, you throw him in front of anybody. But if you want to get real technical with Marcus Smart's defense, the one area where he has, you know, the most, the the best chance at exposing him is the quicker, smaller guards, the Darius Garlands of the world, the Steph Currys, the Damian Lillards. So you know what? This is a good time for the Grizzlies to say, okay, let's put let's put him in front of Damian Lillard and see how he matches up, because what the Grizzlies will have is, granted. Uh, you have the opportunity to say, hey, if it's not going well with Marcus Smart in that case, actually a guy like Zaire, 6'9", long wingspan, Zaire does decently well against the smaller guys who can who don't really body him up, at least in the past. Tyler Hero got the best of him a couple possessions in that last game, uh, and that might alter my opinion a little bit. But for the most part, he holds his own against you know those smaller, quicker guards uh, as long as they're not out physically, you know him, and you're not going to out physical Marcus Smart. So uh, I'm I want to see basically how Marcus Smart matches up against Dame Lillard. You were brought in to be a perimeter, a defensive stopper. Show us. 
Sure, we we know what he did in Boston, but uh, it's gonna be some dogs out here in the West. And Dame Dame ain't in the West no more, but he is gonna be a good example of when you step in front of you know uh, the the Kyrie's of the world and his shiftiness, a uh, Russell Westbrook. You know uh, when you step in front of you know one of those guys on the Suns, whoever it is, whether it's Devin Booker or Brandon Beal or you know Anthony Edwards. Like the list goes on and on. He's gonna have to guard those guys. And they are all quick, shifty, and have great footwork. Dang Lillard will be a great test uh, for Marcus Smart in that case. So I'm looking forward to seeing all that. Uh, we already know, you know, again, the opposite of that is wanting to see Marcus Smart match up against the bigger guys. And I'm sure there are going to be switches when he matches up with uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo or Brooke Lopez. But to the people who are looking forward to seeing that, uh, we might see it. And if we don't, just go. I mean, you got like three Boston Celtics, uh, Milwaukee Bucks series to choose from in the past. Just go pick one of them from the playoffs, and you'll see a lot of Marcus Smart versus Giannis Antetokounmpo. You go to last year's playoff, you'll see uh, Marcus Smart matched up against Joel Embiid. Like, he ain't going to back down to those bigger dudes. I'm not worried about that. Not really worried about him against the smaller, quicker guards either. Just want to see that a little bit more. You know what else I want to see, though? I want to see this Memphis Grizzlies bench. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the starters, right? We spent all this time saying, oh, the starters can do this. The starters can be that. The starters, the starters, the starters. Well, man, what about the Grizzlies bench? You got a lot of guys that can play on that. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But before we talk about that Grizzlies bench, we got to talk about Jay's medical. Because, look, at the end of the day, it's so many great opportunities uh, out there for us. And, look, there are a lot of – there's just so much going on around the world right now uh, with the fires in Hawaii, the hurricanes, you know, uh, and, you know, tornadoes in Florida – the unrest in the Middle East right now. There's a lot going on in the world. And Jace Medical is where you can go. It's Jace Medical offers a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also, look, you got to take advantage of this. It's, it's very simple for me. All you got to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. You go to jacemedical.com to, to take advantage of that right now. And look, it's simple, man. Jace Medical uh, provides five life saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, jump on a quick call. You can just jump on a call with one of the one of our board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions. Whatever you need, there's a doctor created for you. There's a doctor that can be recommended for you. All you got to do right now is go to Jace Medical. That's J-A-S-E medical.com and enter the promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D to take advantage of this and use the promo code locked on to get $20 off. Coming up on Locked On Grizzlies for our last segment, we're going to talk about the bench. So make sure you stay tuned for that coming up next. Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies, everyone. I am DeMichael Cole, beat writer for the Commercial Appeal 
right here in Memphis, Tennessee. If you've been tuning in with us so far on the episode, you already know this, but if you're just catching up uh, right now, uh, we're talking about the – so far we've talked about the preseason action, you know, getting into the floor thing, what the Grizzlies lineup and rotation could look like in this preseason finale. We talked about Marcus Smart as he's he's online to make his preseason debut uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. And now we got to talk about the Marcus Smart effect a little deeper because – Marcus Smart's back in the lineup. We mentioned that Steven Adams should be starting in this game as well. So you got Marcus Smart, Steven Adams back in the lineup. That means Xavier Tillman goes back to his reserve role. That means Derrick Rose, who every time we've seen him up to this point, he's started because Marcus Smart hasn't played yet. We finally get to see Derrick Rose come off the bench, get checked into a basketball game uh, first. So what does this mean for the Grizzlies bench? I've been talking to a lot of people about this bench unit. And quite frankly, uh, like everything else, this isn't going to be answered until the regular season. But if I go down this unit, I'm looking. I'm looking. It's Derrick Rose, Luke Kennard, potentially. Then it's going to be a wing. Could be Conchar. Could be David Roddy. Could be Zaire Williams. But it's going to be a wing. Then it's going to be Santi Aldama. Then it's going to be Xavier Tillman Sr. I see. I don't know about you. I see three guys that could potentially average double-digit points. They could end up being two, if I had to guess, just because, you know, the way this will work out. But I think you can make a case. You say Derrick Rose, Luke Kennard, Santi Aldama could all average double-digit points for the Memphis Grizzlies. If the Grizzlies had three players, three players averaging double digits, they're already going to have at least two guys average 20 plus. Might be three. Because yeah, I Dez and Ja are going to be givens. But at some point, maybe, maybe Jaren at the beginning of the season, the way he starts. If you look at the way Jaren played in March, April last year, uh 20 plus points per game in March, and then they think he averaged like 31 in four games in April. But that's getting off subject. The point is you got three guys. Who could potentially do the scoring? So that's the scoring, okay? Um, you're gonna need a couple guys that can really get after it on defense as well. Well, guess what? If it's Zaire, if it's Zaire, if it's David Roddy that loses out, one of those guys, I think you got a plus defender right there. Even if it's not with either of those guys, we saw in the first preseason game when John Contrar was available, he was the first wing player to come off the bench. Guess what? You can say whatever you want to say about John Contrar. You can't talk bad about his defensive ability. Because he can defend and he can rebound. And remember, getting that defensive rebound is a huge part of defense because you close a possession. You can't close a possession without getting the rebound. And John Conchar is good at that. So you got those bases covered. You got the scores. You got the defense. I mean, Xavier Tillman is the guy I didn't even mention. And his defensive versatility. I always say this. I really want someone to challenge me on it. That's why I keep saying it. But no one's really challenging me. So I guess y'all think the same thing. But Xavier Tillman, you can make an argument for him being the most versatile defender on the Grizzlies. Like, come on now. What is against the Lakers? We saw this guy hold his own against LeBron. Yeah, LeBron, you know, got to the right late in that game. I think it was uh game three. Uh when, when the Grizzlies, I mean the Grizzlies gave it, you know, well not gave it away, but the Grizzlies lost that game and in that game. But Xavier Tillman was matched up against him. But before that, I mean he was solid rock solid against LeBron James. 
Then there were other games he guarded Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis did not play well. Uh, but there were games in the regular season we saw Xavier Tillman guard Kawhi Leonard. Like from the start, I'm not talking about on switches. I'm talking about from tip. Your man, Xavier Tillman, even though you're starting at center, go guard Kawhi Leonard. We saw that. So all that's saying is he's great defensive versatility. So you got all these things. I'm looking at the Grizzlies bench. Last season, it wasn't a strength. You had Tyus Jones. You had Santi, who was kind of coming into his role. You had all these, all this movement on the wing, you know, where you just didn't know what guys brought to the table. You had Luke Kennard, you know, in the second half of the season. But before you had before Luke Kennard, I mean, even more uncertainty there. But the point is you're going to have a full season Luke Kennard, Santi, uh, all these guys. And even to step further. You know, if if you get a bruise or if Steven Adams isn't playing on the second night of a back-to-back, ho-home, you can put Xavier Tillman in the starting lineup and you get the G League Rookie of the Year, uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr., getting you uh, 12 minutes in a game, which I think is kind of a cheat code in itself because a lot of teams, when they go to that last big, it's going to be someone who can just in to grab rebounds, block a shot every now and then, and just throw the ball and just stay out of the way. Kenneth Lofton Jr., he can come in the game and you could say – Give him the ball, isolation, everybody move, and he can provide a spark. If you saw that San Antonio Spurs comeback from last season, Kevin Lawton Jr. checked into that game, and he did just that. He provided a spark. So I'm looking at the bench, man, and I'm not going to speak too soon, but just on paper, I wouldn't be surprised if the bench production this season is the best that the Grizzlies have had in the Zach Klein and Taylor Jenkins era, the John Morant era. Uh, so basically, this is the fifth year. So the last four years, uh, a couple seasons ago, you had a really good bench because you had De'Anthony Melton, you had Kyle Anderson, who are probably going to be two of the better players in the NBA this season, probably somewhere in the top 30 uh, in players coming off the bench because they're really good in those roles. But guess what? Luke Kennard, a lot of people will, will agree with this, but Luke Kennard is probably he's a better fit for what the Grizzlies needed than DeAnthony Melton. And then there's the other guy, right? Kyle Anderson was great. But what have we talked about over the last two years more than anything with this Grizzlies team? Shooting. You go from Kyle Anderson, Santi Aldama. Kyle Anderson, better defender, Santi Aldama, shooting. The Grizzlies need the shooting a little bit more because they got Jaron Jackson Jr. and they got Xavier Tillman. Got a lot of quality defenders in the front court. And Santi is working in that area. But anyways, the point is... These guys are probably going to be better fits, uh, a little bit more experience with the team. Uh, I'm Derek Rose playing with this second unit. Uh, I think this could be the Grizzlies' best bench yet. But I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, now that we get a chance to see the starting lineup, how it shakes out, we'll have a better clue of what the potential bench unit uh, could look like for the Memphis Grizzlies. So I'm looking forward to seeing that and, you know, make sure you're tuned in uh, of our coverage as well. We're going to have a lot on that after the game on today. The Locked On Ultimate NBA Season Preview is here, though. I want to make sure I tell you that it's a six-episode series with all 30 of our Locked On NBA team shows, from the contenders to the tankers. We're going to go in-depth into the biggest storylines heading into the season. So make sure you catch all six episodes all six episodes will be on Locked On NBA. They'll be on YouTube, and they'll be wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you peek in, because guess what? You're going to see one of us. Me or Joe Mullinax will be featured 
a part of this six-episode series as well. So make sure that you're tuned in for that as well. And we thank you for tuning, make you locked on Grizzlies, one of your first listens each and every day on our next episode after the weekend. Uh, we're gonna come back on Monday, and guess what? We get into the fun. We're gonna we're gonna recap the last preseason game a little bit, but we gotta get into the real good stuff. Uh, season predictions and the Grizzlies will be practicing, so uh, a lot to uncover as we get into Monday's episode. But it's been a fun time chronicling the off season, the preseason, all of this uh, coverage of, of the Grizzlies. So much more to give you guys. So much more uh, to learn about this team. But guess what? We appreciate you for tuning to Locked On Grizzlies like always. And remember, Locked On Grizzlies is free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'm DeMichael Cole. We'll see you next time on Locked On Grizzlies.